What is up, everyone? You're listening to the Gridiron Fantasy Football Podcast for Tuesday, October 26, 2021. And I am Chip. I'm your host. And thank you so much for listening today. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for joining as well. If you like to share our podcast, you can find us over on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Pandora. So please do me a favor, hit subscribe so you don't miss any more episodes. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about all of the top week eight uh, waiver wire pickups um, just to help you out. Hopefully, uh, you know, you're not dealing with too many injuries, you know, with all the buys that went through on week seven. Uh, looks like um, the buy weeks won't be hitting teams as hard this week. Um, so with that being the case, there are some guys on this list that uh, are worth picking up, uh, especially if you need someone to spot play for you. But before we get into that, let's talk about some of the news that took place on Monday. Now, um, looks like Jimmy Garoppolo, the uh, Kyle Shanahan announced that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo would be the Week Eight starter. You know, obviously he struggled a lot on Sunday Night Football. Um, so, you know, Trey Lance. I think a lot of people would be calling for Trey Lance's name just because of him being a rookie and all that stuff. And you know, I feel like Garoppolo's on a short leash, so uh, we'll see what happens. But he has been announced the starter for Week Eight. And then uh, Joe Flacco. So I forgot that he even existed. Uh, Joe Flacco um, is being traded from the from the Eagles to the Jets. Obviously, this makes sense for the Jets. They didn't really have a, a good backup um, when the season started. So Joe Flacco being with the Jets last year, uh, it makes sense. He knows the system. And so I think that uh, this will help with Wilson being out, um, you know, he's obviously a seasoned vet. So he should be an upgrade over obviously uh, their backup quarterback right now. Um, and then it looks like uh, COVID hit the Packers, uh, uh, the players. Um, you know, yesterday I had said that, uh, Matt, you know, Matt LaFleur and some of the staff was uh, dealing with some positive cases and they were going to do remote um, practice and all that this week. And it looks like, unfortunately, Deontay, uh, Devontae Adams will be out for a week week eight on Thursday night because they play the Cardinals on Thursday night. So obviously with the turnaround, there needs to be enough time. You need to have two negative tests within 24 hours from one another. And there's no way for him to test positive today. I guess he can test tomorrow, but if he tests, I mean, if he tests positive uh, on Monday, then directly, I guess I would assume that he would be test positive again on Tuesday today. And then another time on Wednesday so he can play on Thursday, but I don't see that happening. So it looks like uh, Devonte Adams will be out for, week um week eight um and then michael gallup michael gallup is designated to return from ir um so you know obviously he's been out with the calf injury and so he'll be back and which i think is a one of the guys that i will mention earlier on or later on in the podcast about picking up i'm always a fan of picking up guys that are designated to return so you can stash them in their ir so you don't have to spend any fab on them so um, my, uh, michael gallup could be a guy that could help you you know obviously he's the third option in that offense um, so they do have a high powered offense. So I think like teams like the Bucks and the Cardinals, the Bills, I mean, the Cowboys, these are guys that could sustain mul- uh, multiple fantasy assets. Um, so I think that Michael Gallup is talented enough to be able to warrant that. So uh, he may be a good pickup. And then, um, yeah, that's it. So that's all, that's all the main news for today. Um, you know, Monday night, I mean, I'm recording this right now. There's about, what, three minutes left in the fourth quarter for Monday night football, and it's right now 10 to 10. And kind of a kind of a weird game, right? Like, um, 
I'm looking at the fancy scores. I'm still I'm winning my 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 game right now by about by 18 points. Um, and it could be that this game goes into to to overtime. But man, it it started off kind of random, right? Like DK Metcalf had an 84 yard touchdown reception. Then he ha- didn't have another like reception until like the third quarter. Uh, him and Lattimore kept on going back and forth. Um, and then um, you know, a quiet game. Regardless of, I mean with DK Metcalf having that one reception for 84 yards and a touchdown, like pretty quiet from him. Tyler Lockett, really quiet game. I think the focal point of this game is Alvin Kamara. I mean, Alvin Kamara is just, this is the Alvin Kamara that uh, that we all know, uh, a guy who, you know, is good in running, running the ball. And as a pass catcher, I mean, as of the recording of this podcast, he had 10 receptions for 128 yards and a touchdown. And then he had another 51 yards on the ground. I mean, this is, this is why you, you play on Kamara. This is why you you surround the offense around him and his skill set because this is what he does. Um, so I think it was nice that uh, Taysom Hill was out with injury um, because it just allows Alvin Kamara to shine. And this is why I don't understand why I, I don't understand why the Saints don't do this formula. This is what works. So, um, but overall, it looks like. Uh, um, looks like right now the, the saints are in the red zone. So we'll see, we'll see what happens there. But, um, I get to, I go to three and four. I have a three game winning streak right now. I get all my guys back. So I'm looking, I'm excited to see what the rest of the season holds. The two division leaders are both, I think six and one. So there's two guys, six and one, there's three guys, three and four. Um, I have a tiebreak over one guy, but then the other guy has a tiebreak over me. So it all depends on how the rest of the season plays out. But overall, um, I'm glad that I'm not in the cellar anymore of that division. But with that being the case, let's talk about um, some top waiver wire pickups. Let's start off with the quarterback position. I think uh, I'm going to do this, you know, with, from quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end. Um, quarterback wise, I think that, you know, a guy that you can pick up that's worthy, I think, to play this week um, and stream, I think it's Daniel Jones. I know he's been doing, you know, not too good lately. Um, but I do think that, you know, when they're they're playing Kansas City this week, I'm not mistaken. And with that being the case, I think that, yeah, they're playing Kansas City. So I, this is a plus matchup for him. Hopefully he gets some of these players back. Um, you know, hopefully everyone's healthy. Hopefully maybe Barkley comes back. And, you know, this may be the week he comes back. If not, he'll definitely be back um, against the, the Raiders. But uh, it's one of those things where, you know, he's he definitely gives you dual threat capabilities. You know, that offense is not awful. Um, but you know, he's a guy that if you're dealing with any type of like bye week this week, you can stream. Um, I also think that, you know, maybe, maybe Carson Wentz is out there. I don't know. I mean, you know, he, they, they play, they play, uh, I believe the Titans this week. So that's a plus matchup again. He did pretty well against, um, you know, he did pretty well against, uh, the 49ers. And so hopefully that happens again this week or next week. I'm sorry. So like Carson Wentz, if he's available, I think he's a good pickup. Um, if you need to stream him, um, yeah, he plays Tennessee. So like it, that's going to definitely be a possibility there. Um, and a couple other guys you can think about maybe Trevor Lawrence. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is coming off, um, the bye week they play Seattle, you know, in Seattle. So, you know, that's a plus matchup there. Um, and if you want to, I mean, maybe Deshaun Watson. I mean, I, I doubt he plays this year. I think he's a. I think adding Deshaun Watson is a wasted roster spot. He's not going to play whatever team he gets traded to. If he gets traded, he's not going to play this year. So I just don't. Um, I know that there's a name out there like that, but 
I just don't know how I feel about it. So, um, if you want, if you want to try to sneak them on your IR spot, I don't know if that's available in your league, but I'll probably do that. Um, let's see, let's go to some running backs. Um, we know that we had some injuries to miles, uh, miles Sanders and, um, uh, Josh Jacobs. So news came out. Josh Jacobs had a chest injury that it doesn't look like he'll be out for an extended period of time. However, I think that it makes sense if you, um, grab, I think it makes sense if you grab Kenyon Drake. I think Kenyon Drake had a good game. You know, he's, he's probably gonna split carries obviously with, with Josh Jacobs, but with Josh Jacobs being injured, you know, I do think that, that Kenyon Drake will take more of the, the workload. And you also got, can't remember, you can't forget about Peyton Barber either. Um, so I think that that's a decent pickup. Um, I think the player that you could pick up that is probably the best bet and probably the priority ad for week eight is Kenneth Gainwell. Um, he's only 25, uh, 24% owned in leagues, but with Miles Sanders out, Kenneth Gainwell will be the guy who will get majority of the carries and the passing. He's a good pass catcher too. He has a good matchup in week eight against Detroit. Um, you know, Boston Scott too is another name that you can think about uh, just because when Miles Sanders was healthy, Boston Scott was the, the second running back. So same thing with Gainwell. Um, Boston Scott is a decent ad. You know, he's uh he's only he's not owned anywhere, so I think he can be, be a guy that can be a good PPR flex type of play. But I think that obviously if game was available, you go after him. Um let's see. When it comes to the Patriots running backs, I mean I mean you can you can try to pick up like JJ Taylor or Brandon Bolden or Mamandre Stevenson, but you're playing Russian roulette with which one's gonna play. You know, like I had Stevenson this past week, I had dropped him for uh Rashawn Bateman. And he was inactive. So I'm glad that I, because people had him ranked pretty high. I saw him ranked, ooh, he was ranked above Michael Carter. And Michael Carter is the starter. And I know he shares time with Ty Johnson, but um, I just don't, I just don't see the the reason why um, Stevenson, even though he had a good game in week six, I just don't understand why he was ranked above a guy that is a clear cut starter. I know that Damian Harris wasn't playing, then Stevenson would have been a, a focal point, but the it's hard it's hard to understand what goes on with the Patriots offense and what they determine to do with uh the running backs, but um, you know, it's one of those things where he's another guy you can add. Um and then there's Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny was active for Monday night football. And that meant that um, you know, with Alex Collins, he was dealing with some injuries. So, you know, Rashad Penny, uh, they like him. You know, he's back. I think that as long as Chris Carson's out, I think that uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a running back by committee. They used all four running backs on Monday Night Football, so I think that uh, Rashad Penny could definitely deserve an ad here as well. Um, and then looking at wide receivers, I think the main guy that I would go after here um, first I would see who's available. But I think that um, a guys that are like I always try to look at guys that are under fifty percent owned. And I had mentioned Michael Gallup uh, in the beginning of the podcast. I think a guy you can add. Um, to your roster for nothing because he's on IR still or he's in return from IR. So I think he's a guy that you could add. Um, I think Darius Slayton, if he's available, that's a good pickup. Um, you know, who knows exactly who's going to be active for, for week, you know, week eight, you know, Kenny Galladay possibly could come back. So obviously with, if Galladay's back and there's Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, there's, there's a lot of people there. And so I think that this is a very um, tough position to be in if you're picking up one of these guys because he's definitely um 
he's definitely get he's definitely gets some looks, but it all depends on who's active. So there's Darius Slate in there. I do think that if I mean I think if there's this one receiver, if he's available, he's top priority to me. Um, that's Rashad Bateman. Um, he's only twenty five percent owned, but he's seen six targets in each of the last two games. He's been uh, has been active. They like him. Um, I know that uh, Marquise Brown had fourteen targets on Sunday, but Rashad Bateman he needs to be the first guy to be picked up. I think he's going to give you the most upside. Now, obviously, Michael Gallup has opportunity there, but he's not active yet. But I think Rashad Bateman's good. And I think like if if someone like LaVisca Chenault's out there too, um, that's a good possibility there. But I like Bateman a lot. You know, they, they drafted him the first round. They have expectations for him. He's a, he's a big physical receiver. So I think that's a good option as well. Uh, I think Alan Lazard, you know, Alan Lazard, um, you know, was, was in the game a lot. He had the touchdown. There's two games in a row. Um, you know, this past game, he had a touchdown. He had a touchdown last game as well. Uh, that's, he had five catches for 60 yards on six targets on Sunday. Um, so it looks like he could be a possible, you know, with now with uh, Devontae Adams out, that means that Alan Lazar is probably going to be the wide receiver one. You know, you got Randall Cobb too. And, and I, I don't, I'm not sure if Marquez Valdez-Scantling is back just yet. But I do think that Alan Lazard for this week could be a patch play just because Devontae Adam is out. So um, see if he's available. Um, Vance jo- uh, Van- Van- uh, Jefferson Jr., you know, he he scored a touchdown on Sunday. Like he's, I think he's a, he has a good matchup against the Texans. He's the third receiver for the Rams. But, you know, I just, I I like the offense, but I, I still think it's Cooper Cup and, and Robert Woods. Um, I just don't. I see Van Jefferson being okay, but like, I just, I don't want to rely on that yet. I want to see consistency, but he's a name that if you're really hurting at wide receiver due to injury or a bye week, then this might be a possibility for you to go and grab him. Um, let's see who else can we look at? Uh, I guess Khalif Raymond of Detroit lions, you know, Amaron St. Brown was a guy that people added last week, but Khalif Raymond was the guy who got the targets. Um, and he had what eight, what eight targets for 115 yards, whatever it was on Sunday. Um, so I think like with him, with no other receiver game, more than two targets that game, I think that as of right now, he may be the guy to pick up. But when you see a guy that, you know, that St. Brown has been consistent for the last few weeks, but then Raymond comes out of nowhere and, and leads in targets. So I, I'm just not sure how I feel. I mean, they do play, they, they do play the Eagles next week. And so like, I don't know. I mean, if you if you want to take that high risk, high reward type of situation, go for it. But, um, I, like I said, the only guy on this list I feel really comfortable with is uh, is Alan. I'm um, sorry, is uh, Rashad Bateman. Um, and then tight end wise, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where do you do you do you, do you get on the bandwagon for CJ uh, Zuma? Like it's crazy what he's been doing right now. I mean, he's he's had a lot of touchdowns in the last few weeks. I mean, he's been. Looking at his uh, his stats right now for uh, for a tight end, I mean, let's see here in PPR formats, he has finished in the last. So he's finished in the twice in the. He was the number one tight end uh, from week four. He was he was the number one tight end week five, number forty one, week six, fourteen, and number and week seven he was number one. So he scored. Uh, let's see, five touchdowns in the last four games. So do you want to jump on that and see what happens and see if, you know, they going against the Jets like this makes sense? You know what I'm saying? Like, would you um, feel like this is a, a good opportunity to play him? 
Um, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where um, I I think he's good. I think he's showing possibilities there, but is it, is he a guy that I trust? Um, so, but if he's available and you need a tight end, grab him. I know there's been a lot of injuries, but uh, let's see here. Um, Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram seems like a good possibility there. He saw eight targets on Sunday, so obviously that's a, that's a, a good possibility of having um, a tight end that's gained that target share. But like I said, there's people out. You know, Sterling Shepard was out, and so obviously the targets have to go somewhere. So it's a possibility there. Um, and, you know, Robert Tunney had a good game on Sunday. I just don't really feel like he's really worthy of of uh, picking up right now. I mean, I think there's better guys out there. I mean, if you look at what he's done so far, you know, he's he's had one, two, three, four, five games of single digits. He's had no more than three points in five games. And then in week two and week seven, he had he both finished as a tight end five. And that's the weeks that he scored touchdowns. Do you really want to really mess with that? Like I just, and Arizona is a bad matchup. So I don't know if I really want to waste time on Robert Tunyon. So uh, nothing against him as a person, obviously, but player wise, I just don't know how I feel about that fantasy wise. Um, and then let's look at some defenses that could be a possibility in streaming this week. Um, I think the Bengals are a good, a good, have a good matchup. They face, they face the Jets. Um, you know, if Mike White is the quarterback for the Jets, then obviously I think this is a, it's a no brainer. Um, Joe Flacco, he's still, he's still Joe Flacco, but I think he'll take care of the ball a lot better. Um, the 49ers played the bears. So I think that could be a decent play. We saw what the bucks did to the, to the, to the bears offense. Um, and then looking at, let's see the Eagles, um, you know, they play the lions. So if you want, you want a chance at there, that's a big positive. That's a possibility as well. So, um, there you have it. Those are the top fancy ads for week eight. Um, like I said, not a lot of big names. I think the main guys on this list, like, and I help you out the most, I think uh, running back Kenneth Gainwell is the, the prior at priority ad there, in my opinion. And at wide receiver, I think Rashad Bateman is, uh, the number one priority. And I think it then goes to, to Michael Gallup and somebody and Alan Lazard because it's about the Adams being out. So try to get some of these guys and see if they can help you out. And I think some of these guys, especially Bateman is a guy that you can have long-term that really can help out your team going forward. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you are wanting to follow us on Instagram, we're at Gridiron Fantasy Football. If you want to uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook, at the Gridiron Pod. And just for, I say this every week, make sure after waivers go through, you look at this and see who the players were, like what players were dropped, because that's always going to be beneficial for you. That's how I got Bateman this past week. Someone had to drop him. I picked him up for no fab money. Um, so always pay attention on who gets dropped. So you know that you may be able to get a better player when something gets dropped than a player that you add during free agency. So hopefully you're not hurting too much. Hopefully you're able to win this week, get past this five again and, and get that win. So we'll see you on Thursday when I do my starts and sits for week eight. So take care and good luck with your waivers.